I spent like four to five hours researching Sonny V2. He's a very big YouTuber in the video essay space. Uh, he's basically, it's basically YouTube automation, what he's doing. He has footage met that he matches with his own voice and he makes an engaging story. And a lot of people like it because he has over 3 million subscribers. His videos average over a million views as well. So this guy must be doing something good and we can certainly learn from it. So that's why I researched everything. And I researched, like, let me quickly go through the document. I analyzed his video script, um, his video editing, the way he does sound. So he's basically his sound design, uh, the personality and charisma he uses in his video, the audience engagement, because yeah, engagement is important and more difficult when you are a faceless channel, his content strategy, uh, his upload schedule, thumbnails, titles, and his branding. And yeah, maybe we can go through all of them, but it totally depends on how long we'll be spending on the questions and on the information I'm sharing. I think the script, video editing, and the sound design are the most important ones. And I think the title and thumbnail. Um, so yeah, I did the research and I think there are some very interesting things in here that are actually pretty easy as well and simple to, to implement yourself. And I'm implementing it myself as well. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious what the results will be. So we split up, I split up the video script with an introduction. So basically the video hook. And by the way, if you have any questions, just drop them in there. And George, maybe if you can yes, let me know I'll be if there's on a the question. Qu I'll be on the questions and I'll be directing them to you. Yeah, awesome. So I, I, I analyzed a couple of videos and I've here, the, the, for most popular video of Sonny V2. So the most awkward moments in Joe Rogan history, the most intense arguments on Joe Rogan history, the brutal decline of Jelly. And basically what Sonny V2 is doing in his opening, so in his video hook, he is always mentioning the title in the first sentence directly. So the most awkward moments in Joe Rogan history, he says awkward moments on Joe Rogan is literally his first sentence. So people just know like, they clicked on, they, they read the title, seen the thumbnail of Sunny V2. And when they hear him say the title, they know, ah, this video is going to talk about this specific thing I clicked on. So that's what Sunny V2 does with, does with every video. He, he mentions the, something of the title, almost the whole title in the first sentence. So also the brutal decline of Jelly. How did Jelly lose 92% of his audience? It's literally the full title. Here with Joe Rogan, the most intense arguments, he mentions it's a little bit later, but he mentions Joe, R Joe Rogan, the first sentence, and also pretty heated arguments, which is also matching the title. So the takeaway here is here that he mentions the title or elements of the title in the first sentence. So people directly know, hey, I clicked the right video and he's going to talk about what I clicked on. So that's basically what he's doing. It's very simple. But Re reconfirming I, the title. Exactly. Reconfirming the title. And it's basically very simple, but it can be something you can forget because you're thinking about a catchy hook. You want to get the, the attention right away. Sonny V2 just rephrases his title in a different way. Um, so there is no delay or waiting. People get what they clicked on immediately. There is no waiting till the video starts. He goes right into the topic. Um, with the Jelly video, he also did a different strategy. He did, he mentions the first like title in the first sentence, but also he's like placing some questions in the viewer's mind here. So did the content become repetitive, boring or unremarkable? Did he become too focused on the important things outside of YouTube or was his decline 
his direct result of his successful trio, blah, blah, blah. So basically, he's planting some questions in your head, and you're like, hmm, the alt could be it. Which one is it? Hmm. And you keep watching. So these are like the strategies Sunny V2 uses in his hook, and it's pretty simple in my opinion. So a lot of times he just mentions the title directly, goes straight into the video, and sometimes he uh, proposes a question, or multiple questions, multiple outcomes, and he will then start with the video right away. So I hope the, the introduction, the hook part is clear of the video script of Sunny. And like George, what, what, should, what should be better if I go to the rehook part or go to the video editing and talk about the hook directly as well? Uh, let's just go better by by one. Uh, what's after? What comes right after the thing that's uh, okay. you said? Let, takeaways. Let's just so the, the takeaways. I already mentioned the. the oh takeaway. right, right, right. Yeah. So let's just stay with the video script. How he's structuring his video script. Sure. So okay, you're hooked in the video. You clicked on this video and you find it interesting. Now, of course, the, the Sunny V2's videos are I think 15 to 20 minutes long. Um, so it's Sunny's job to rehook the audience every once in a while because Sonny just knows like especially right now with the attention span we have in a couple of minutes people will be bored so he needs to rehook his audience every time um, and the the method Sonny uses to rehook his audience is so, so simple and I'll just show you I'll show you an example here so this is from his script as you as you can and this is uh, from the Joe Rogan can you make it slightly well. bigger Sure, I can. So he is he is talking about uh, perfect the, the Joe Rogan experience. Like I think the most intense arguments. I, I forgot to include the title, but this is from a script, and he is saying, as you can see, the conversation did eventually get back on track, and the podcast finished with no further hiccups. However, this wasn't the only time an, on an episode where Joe didn't know what else to say. So he uses the word "however," and basically what he's saying is like the previous part is not as interesting as what's coming. So you're like, whoa, the next one is even more because on, the, on an episode where Joe didn't even know what to say, so you want to know the next part already, and he does it every time. Same here. So Joe Rogan says, I don't believe in it. I think it's like about the flat earth uh, uh, theory. <laughs> and then Sonny V2 is saying, however, Eddie Bravo, that's the guy who was in the podcast, was significantly more stubborn who found himself in an argument with Joe after yeah wait yeah wait one moment sorry I so let go Daniel the Earth was flat yeah 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 so basically Joe Rogan was having a conversation and Sunny V2 says however while this argument could certainly be dismissed as a bit of a banter between two friends the same can be said for the argument between and then the next clip starts so he uses the word however to downplay the clip you just saw and then makes the next clip, he blows it up to make it look more interesting. Mm, so he kind of says, but this next thing is even, even crazier. Yeah. And he always uses the word however. So mm -hmm. you just watch the clip, then Sonny V2, his voice starts, and he's saying, however, while it was clear that Jelly was in a better spot than ever in 2019, um, it would also mark the point at which the Robbers trio began to fall apart. And he begins like another uh interesting element and most of the time he mentions that the next part will be more interesting than what you just watched mm -hmm. so and that he does it every time 
So maybe in my takeaway, I have it a little bit more clearly. So there's like a very smooth and direct transition between different podcast clips where Sunny mentioned that there's something happening directly on the screen and then connects it, connects it with the second clip by saying it's different or more extreme. So he's always mm -hmm. downplaying the clip you just saw compared to the next clip that's coming. So you're okay. always like being triggered to keep watching. Mm -hmm. So basically you can use the word however to open up a new chapter. You present the chapter in a way that is worse or more interesting than a recurrent chapter, the viewer is, is like watching. It's like, you know what this reminded me of when I was a child and I was watching those uh, commercials on TV, uh, like, you know, the couch shopping, where they would say like, uh, you know, what they were selling, like a lot of things, right? Through, tele what's it called? Like um, phone, yeah, right? I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they were, and then they were, and then they would say like, but wait, there is more. If you order yeah. today, we'll throw in this and this and this, right? So that kind of like, but wait, there's more. Like, that's the thing that's like, you know, wait, 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 there's more. And that's basically what he's doing as well. So he's rehooking his audience every, every, every couple of minutes by presenting something new that's more interesting. And mm. he does that. The, he does it the whole time with the word "however," however, however, however. It'll be it'll be interesting to know how many times he does it throughout the whole video. A lot of times. Uh, Tubersama, I have the timestamps, not in here right now, but you can literally watch watch any of the Sunny videos in here, especially the Joe Rogan uh, ones. He mentioned it. Bef he mentioned it with every new clip. He says, "However." Mm. So George says that it's interesting how he can repeat uh, a phrase so many times in a video and as a viewer, we don't even notice it. Yes, but there's like a couple of minutes in between. So he plays yeah. a clip, has, has a conversation about the clip, and then it's only uh, used to do the rehooking and opening a new chapter. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it'll be interesting to know how many times on average he actually says, however, how many in, in like a video. Yeah, I think a lot of times you can uh, get the script from every video and just control yeah, F. Yeah, 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 yeah. However, yeah, and uh, yeah. So the conclusion, the ending, um, conclusion for the videos are very direct and not really special. There is no outro with like, "Hey, subscribe." There is no communication that the video is ending. So he just adds the video, ends the video abruptly. Uh, also, he does this because to avoid any retention drops. So. Because if he mentions, hey, thanks for watching, uh, subscribe, blah, 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 people will know the video ends and they will leave, which will hurt, hurt the retention. So he will drop, uh, he will end the video right away. Also with the Joe Rogan example, he, he kept the most awkward argument on Joe Rogan near the end, causing a huge spike of views near the end, as you can see here. Mm. So this way, he made sure that people kept watching till the end because they probably want to see what's happening and why the huge, huge spike is there. So he also used a strategy to, to show the most interesting thing all the way near the end and then ends the video right away. I actually noticed that same thing for uh, my own video where there is like a payoff at the end. Let's say, for example, I tried, you know, affiliate marketing on TikTok, right? So the payoff is what is the result of trying this thing? And I kept, and it's at the very end. And what I can see in my retention is usually the retention kind of goes like this, right? But because the payoff is there, the retention is more like that, right? It's more flat. And then there is more towards the end. And I actually noticed that when that happens, the video gets pushed to more people. Yeah, it makes sense also because your retention will be higher. Because so maybe the takeaway here, 
is to have some kind of a payoff at the end, whatever it is for your video. Yes, and, and don't have a uh, like an outro. Don't have people. Don't let people know that the video is ending. Basically, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one because usually as soon as people hear and you can you know it in your own behavior. Well, they, well, and in that we know it's very going to say. You can boom. hear it on the tone of voice already. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. the words you use, the words you yeah. use, you know. So right away, boom, drop. You want to avoid yeah, so that the, drop. So that's the, like a little bit of the script uh, structure. Sunny V2 like uses so mostly the hook, the rehooking, and the outro. That that's mostly what I uh, did the research on because the the rest is just like yeah the script like the story. Mm -hmm. um, but then we come to the video editing, and the video editing is also very obvious what he does with every video. Um, first foremost, the footage using on the screen, he's using on the screen is always supporting a bold statement. Sometimes he like the the brutal decline of jelly. He shows on the screen right away that it's true, that there is a decline. So that way people will believe him because, yeah, it's, it's backed up with, uh, with a source. With the intro, he shows suitable, unique images when the voiceover is asking specific questions or statements. So he asked like, oh, did the decline of Jelly happen because he had uh, re repetitive content? He shows thumbnails that are all the same. So it's like uh, supporting his voiceover in a mm. unique way. I think this brings back to this idea where show, don't say. So it's much better in a yeah. video whenever, whatever your, your, your script or your story True, is it, to better show it. It's now going, it's strengthening each other. He is saying it while also showing it on the screen. So that's even better. Yeah. So s same here. Did he become too focused on things outside of YouTube? So he, he shows a boat, he shows a car. And the thing is what you can see right now is he uses like... He's, he's showing all these images with like a transition. It's all moving. Maybe I can, I don't think I can share it right now, but maybe if you w want to watch the video of Sunny V2 about Jelly, all these things appearing on the screen, this line is moving. These things are moving up and down. These things pop and fly in. So there is a lot of things happening. So a lot of animation. Here, yes, and a lot of sound effects. So the first 20 seconds, the pace of the video is much faster. There are more elements moving and more sound effects added. Um, so here are some elements. There's text appearing in typewriting style. Line chart is being marked with a marker. The thumbnails are like moving what I just showed you. The new boat and car video come flying in from the sides with moving footage on the background even. Like best thing is even to just show the video. Maybe we can do that. Is that or is it too long? Uh, text appearing in typewriting style. What does that mean? Ah, uh, nice. So I think so, I think what that means is that it's being uh, typed in. So instead of just for the yeah, whole thing appearing, it's kind of like right. It's typed. Yeah, but I'll show. Uh, yeah, I don't have uh, premium on incognito. So let's wait till the we're getting him some advertisement, some AdSense income. But I'll, <laughs> I'll just show the like. It's it's much easier to just just show the movements because it's yeah. really fast paced. I think for next so he, masterclass, what we can do is uh, we can download the video. Oh, there it is. Yeah. And we can have I'll, it already I'll, in Notion. Yeah. So here, here he backs up his claim. So right now he's making his bold statement. Now you can see this comes flying in, text comes flying in, and this moves. Like it's all moving pretty quickly. There's something happening every one to two seconds. So that's basically it. And this is moving. And like, yeah, you don't hear the sound now, but the first 10 seconds, Things are happening the whole time. Mm. So that's interesting. 
because in the rest of the video he doesn't. It'd be interesting to know how many different um, f like segments happen in the first, you know, like ten seconds, for example. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. cuts. Yeah, and I think he does the same with this one and this one. All these things comes flying in first second right away, and this thing as well. So, like there are like maybe ten different animations happening and transition happening. So, and he right. all does that in the beginning to capture the attention of the viewer. So, yeah. podcast images come flying in. There comes a curtain from the side. This is an another video, and yeah, he he's basically using footage in the beginning always to back up his what he's saying so if mm -hmm. it's a bold statement he backs it up with a source and on the video editing style he just have there are a lot of things happening sound effects and things come flying in like every literally every second mm -hmm. so also yeah. here text appears letter for letter so footage footage is supporting the bold statement in the beginning the first uh, five to 15 seconds, a lot of moving elements and transitions that trigger the brain. So there's something happening on the screen, which grabs attention. Um, each statement is backed up by actual footage that supports it. So trick, the good thing to know, like if you back up everything you say with a source on the screen, you can say whatever you want. Because the viewer can see, oh, what he's saying makes sense because there is a source on the screen. Um, what do you mean you can say whatever you want? Like the thing is, Sunny V2 always has a very clear opinion on things and sometimes even controversial okay. opinions. But if you can back up your opinion with an actual source that you can show on the screen, for example, mm. the jelly one, you can say whatever you want, basically, because you can back it up. And if you can see, look, it's true. Right. So that's what I mean. So there's always something happening, colors changing, transitions, different footage, zooming in or out, images popping in. That's how, how, how uh, Sunny V2 makes sure people are sticking around the first 20, 30 seconds. So, so for example, like with the loading them with a lot of yeah. different cuts and stimuli and, and yeah. you know, yeah, overloading them. Yeah. And after around, for example, with the jelly video, after 26 seconds, it becomes much slower. Then his story is, begin is starting and he just slows, shows like, there's supportive footage on the screen about six to nine seconds. So it, it now takes between six to nine seconds before there's like a new image appearing. So for example, he, he just zooms in very slowly on a certain image that, that, that takes like six seconds and then moves on to the next image. While mm. in the beginning, it was like, bam, 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 you know? Right. So he slows down a lot after that. Also, he has like small editing details used. So this image is shown on the video as well, when, when he's talking about the trio that he was working with. Before this, the image was all in color, but when he mentioned jelly, all the people turned gray and they only showed jelly in color. Like very small detail, but it just shows, yeah, that you're taking effort in the video. Yeah. What's also a very good thing, what Sunny V2 does, is he backs up all his claims with external footage as well. So he's showing actual footage of them gaming while he's doing his voiceover and this strengthens his whole message because people understand what he's talking about because he shows the relevant footage mm -hmm. so if he was just saying uh, uh yeah jelly is gaming with quabble cop that's the other youtuber it's much different than seeing the actual footage he's talking about right so it strengthened his message a, a, a lot and the i think the most reason the the biggest reason he does it it, it breaks the pattern of the whole video editing style 
Like mm. you're getting used to the way Sunny V2 edits his video. And if you then show external footage of what he's talking about, that's completely different than his editing style. It breaks the pattern of what you expect, which makes it interesting again. So pattern interrupt. Yeah, that's, I think, also a reason why he uses like these kind of clips. Mm -hmm. I liked what you said a lot about the pacing of the video. So starting on a very high energy note, loading the viewer with a lot of cuts. And then after, you know, 20, 30 seconds, slowing it down, actually, you know, moving forward with the story. Because this relates a lot to also how music is uh, done. So music is a dynamic between high energy and low energy, right? And so it's also very important to take the viewer or the listener on this roller coaster of going high energy and then low energy, you know? Yeah. So think about the pacing of the video, right? How is that going to be perceived? Yeah, yeah. So after that, like, Sony V2 is really taking you on an investigation. Like, that's basically his style. So then it also makes sense to do it in a more slower pace after that. But in the beginning, he just needs to make sure to get the attention because there are so many videos on YouTube out there. People can click off and he needs to make sure um, yeah, to keep watching. So that mm -hmm. was a jelly video. Uh, also with the other videos, he's using quotes to again, back up his, his, like what he says. He uses like a marker effect to highlight the things he was saying. Um, he, he does that a lot as well to, to highlight specific things in uh, big documents. Um, so check. we know where to focus. Yeah, exactly. And also again, backing up his claims because it's very, like he's saying, he, he has a lot of controversial topics. Mm -hmm. So he needs to back everything up. Right. He has simple slide-ins after that, like slow transitions. But the interesting thing is when the video is becoming more dark, he changes the background to black of the text and highlights it with red because black and red is like the more negative colors, you know, more bloody. Mm. Interesting. So again, another detail in video editing, how you can convey like the message, uh, on your screen as well. Yeah. Interesting. So I think with Joe Rogan, he also did a very good thing and simple thing. He uses a red curtain when a clip ends and with a red curtain, we all know when a red curtain appears, the show ends, you know, you just right. know, like it's on to the next one or something. else. so. He literally shows that oh, this clip ended, let's go to the next one. And he did it like really literally. I, I thought it was quite interesting because the curtain comes flying in from the side. So there is something happening and you mm. know, oh, it's a curtain. So this clip is over. We're going to the next curtain. And then he, he, he probably says like right now, however, uh, and then <laughs> says this thing, you know, right. however, you need to see the next episode and then that starts. So there are very clear like ways when something next is happening for the Joe Rogan one. Mm -hmm. So takeaway after the introduction, video editing becomes much slower. Supportive footage is on the screen for about six to nine seconds. And he uses, for example, very slow zoom in effects. So there is something happening, but not as fast paced. There are very small editing details used to strengthen the voiceover. So uh, when jelly became one third of the group, he only showed jelly in color and the mm. rest in gray. He uses actual footage that strengthens his message a lot. So, and also make sure there's a pattern interruption in the video itself by using a video that that's like of another channel to strengthen his, his message. Mm -hmm. So he's, 
he shows like footage of the actual person he's talking about. So it feels more deep and real. Um, slower transitions, when quoting someone, the actual source is shown, including a marker effect. Um, yeah, so that's basically it. We covered most of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The vibe conclusion, changes. Yeah. Conclusion, ending. With editing, there's no speci special thing he does with, uh, with the outro. He just ends the video like, it could also be like the middle of the video. That's how he ends. So abruptly. So, abruptly. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Just ab abruptly and no special outro or anything. So uh, someone is asking here, by using footage of gameplays, how can we prevent himself from getting copyrighted? Is it because of the VO, uh, voiceover? So this is a completely original video. It falls under fair use, exactly. There is a you know, a script, it's a completely new video, right? It's, 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 um, it's a script, it's a voiceover. He doesn't just use his gameplay. He just uses, you know, a certain part of the gameplay. Um, so yeah, this is, this is completely fair use. Yeah, that's correct. And an interesting thing is, uh, I, I think maybe half of the video of Sunny V2 and why it's so interesting is the music he uses. Um, like all his videos are like <clears throat> a darker angle. So I can show you his thumbnails and you have a clear idea. Like it's all black and red and it's pretty much negative, you know, if you see the best performing one. So, and Sunny V2 is like, he's telling a story, but it's like in a way of investigation. So he's, he's like, the music he's using is like investigation music or detective music. You're like mm -hmm. going on a journey with him to find out the real answer to the, yeah, the thing he stated in the, in the title. So yeah, I, I can't like play it right now, but he uses like real, like darker and like tense music that makes you feel like, oh yeah, we're onto something here. And it's mm. really funny to, to listen to. And, and it starts like right away. So it's like a deep sound right away. And you're like, okay, you're getting sucked in. And then you com combine it with the fast transitions. So you're like over getting overly stimulated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah, worry. Th this will be recorded. Uh, no long. So no yes, problem. this will be recorded and it will be posted on the full thing will be posted on YouTube and yeah. uh, Spotify and Apple podcasts and all that. Yeah, exactly. So the sound design is very important because, you know, us human beings, we are, you know, multi sensory animals, right? We, we, watch we listen right we perceive the the smell the touch so by taking into consideration not just the visuals but also setting in the tone with the music that you know you're getting more immersed into the story yeah and and next to it he also uses a lot of uh, like sound effects for uh, like the the text appearing is like a typewriter sound so like a very old typewriter um the the line like, like there's like a, the jelly video that in the beginning he, he shows the analytics and a line is following the graph and yeah. there's like a pen marker sound so mm -hmm. um, like when the thumbnails appear or of the joe rogan podcast or the jelly things he has like a popping sound and like the transitions all have a sound so he's yeah. like basically over stimulating the people with movements on the screen sound effects but also like the investigation music what's what's still going on on the background so you're getting really sucked in into this quest, basically, of finding the answer to yeah the title, the, the proposed title. 
I'm not sure if overstimulating is the right word, but I would say a proper sound design to yeah. make sure that every little thing in the video is supported with a specific sound effect. Yes, not overstimulating, but like stimulating enough to keep people hooked, basically. Like mm -hmm. overstimulating is not good because, yeah, then people don't like it, but it's like a nice balance. But it's hard to talk about sound. You should just, just listen to it. Like listen to any video of, of Sunny V2 and you know uh, what I mean. The rest of the video, he uses like also the dark suspense mystery music throughout the whole video. Um, and sometimes he uses like a, a deep like boom effect on a certain word to have like have it like more impact. And then he stops the music for like a second. Mm. So for example, here uh, would also mark the point at which the Robust Trio began to fall apart. Boom, silence for a second. So people can digest the word fall apart because it's like dramatic word, you know, has a lot of impact. So then that, that's also a way he, uh, he plays with the music. Warren, that is an interesting idea uh, to be able to send in your video intro to be looked at. Um, let's talk about it after the masterclass, but I think that is a possibility and uh, maybe that is something that we can do uh, for another time where you guys could submit your video or intro or script and then, you know, we collectively would look at them and, you know, try to be like, okay, this could be changed or whatever. So yeah, yeah. that's a good idea. Thank you. Yeah, we can do that. Um, yeah, during the rest of the video, there are not so many SFX sounds used. So like sound effects used um, just a couple of times for s slow transitions because like the rest of the video is a slower pace in terms of editing. So there's also less sound effects needed because there's less happening on the screen. Um, so yeah, that's basically the sound design. Um, I think I covered everything. Yeah, take away, set a tone of the video in the beginning by picking the right background music. Use the sound effects heavily in the beginning that support the many transactions happening. And after that, it slows down. But in the end, during the whole video, you feel you still feel like you're on an investigation together. And that's like the, the Sony V2 approach. Sound design, from my experience, is super important. It can literally change the whole feel of the video. You can have the whole video, and if you just remove the sound design, it's going to be a completely different video. Yeah. And so my suggestion is probably to invest into a good library of... Uh, copyright free music that you can use, you know, whether it's Artlist or Artgrid or, you know, one of those, right? Uh, because because it, it, it's, it changes so much. And, you know, the, the um, Facebook one, the YouTube one, they're not that good and they're being used by a lot of people. So it's better to just invest a little bit of money into one of those um, stock footage websites so you can have, you know, the B-roll, you can have the, the music that you can use. It's going to yeah. really elevate everything for you. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think for now it's mostly interesting to go to the title and thumbnail design, I think, because how yeah. long are we in right now? We are 37 minutes in, but uh, what what's about the personality and charisma? <laughs> or did you cover um, that? No, I didn't cover that. But the, the thing is with Sonny, is, it's actually quite a short point, but he, he okay. just is he's purely doing research. He's not connecting with the audience directly. So he, he has no personal touches or humor or... He's more like more of a serious guy um, and he's just doing his research and making a cool video and he's not really talking directly to the audience. So mm -hmm. that's why that's basically his style. 
Also, same with audience engagement. He's not engaging with the audio and the video itself. He's also not leaving comments, as, as I've seen so far. Description, nothing special. Community post, not so much. So he, he does nothing really to connect with the audience specifically. He just makes a great video. And people talk about video mostly. And Sonny just get the credits. But he's not like actively engaging with the audience. Like not asking questions or leaving comments or stuff like that. Do you know where he's from? Uh, Australia. Okay. Uh, yeah, video topics. He uses leverage. Joe Rogan, Jelly. Use Dream, Pizza Hut, BuzzFeed, all big videos that uh, got a lot of views. TikTok, big authorities, people know those topics. So he leverages, leverages that. He also makes videos that trigger huge curiosity. So the dumbest lottery winner of all time. Like there's no authority in there. But yeah, dumbest lottery winner. You're like, okay, I want to know that. The it's rapper like, who went. Yeah. It's like between hot and cold, you know? You would think yeah. that if someone wins a lottery, that's like a good thing. But the word dumb is associated with something negative. So then it becomes this kind of push and pull effect of like contradicting itself in the title. Yeah. Also, Megas Media also had a title that was like the, the idiot genius that did. <laughs> so right. he was a genius on a specific element, but he did something else where he was an idiot at. So right. that didn't make sense. It. But it, yeah, same here, idiot streamers who got caught cheating live. Like it's all people, like it makes people curious. So. He mostly uses uh, he mostly leverages authorities, but also has like unique video ideas. Mm. Angles mostly brutal declines of people or companies, dark side, tragic transformations, awkward or intense moments, things people don't expect, or a strong opinion. Basically, a lot of drama, controversy, and things that trigger emotion. Yeah, that's what he does. I think also this was this is what. Um... Graham Stefan was talking about in a lot of the podcasts is that if he just talks about, hey, the market is up or, you know, things are good, people are less yeah. likely to click. And he found that uh, when people are, when it's a negative video, you know, the market is down or someone is falling apart or whatever, people are more likely to click. But that is not to say that there is not an opportunity or a market for, you know, positive. Uh, of course. But uh, yeah, data shows that like negativity works more in terms of clicks and CTR a lot of times. Yeah. Um, and you can also see it in the thumbnails, like upload schedule, one video per week. Yeah. That's his thing. Thumbnails, he, he shows a famous person in every thumbnail in cartoon style. So he again triggers like the, the authority of someone most of the times mm. and uses text and it's mostly red and black or dark yeah. because that's yeah. the angle he's going for. And mm. yeah, he, he has a unique style with the cartoon faces. So when someone sees his next video upload, they just know, oh, that's Sunny V2 because he also, also always uses cartoons. Yeah. So that's like his, his style. George said here that it's a great point to take an opinion everyone shares, like rappers are rich and flip it on its head. So, uh, you know, take someone that everyone believes to be the truth and then challenge that idea because yeah. then people are like, what? My my strongly held belief is being challenged. What is this about? Let exactly. And it makes people curious. Yeah. Yeah. For the titles, all titles are like under 45 characters. So pretty short. They all use one or two words that are like triggering, that are triggering huge emotions. So most intense, brutal, idiot, caught, like caught, like yeah, mm -hmm. people want to know. Fired. So, so every Mr. Beast uh, member who got fired. The worst reputation, the tragic 
transformation, the stupidest ways. And also reading the title, you know exactly what to expect. So there is no like guessing like, oh, where is this video about? It's literally, so he, yeah. He uses some very emotionally charged words. So the ones yeah. you just said. Exactly. Very simple. And no, like, like if you just see the style, you know, oh, it's about Nico, Nicaro, I forgot, I don't know, transformation. <laughs> you just know it. But who has the word? Yeah, it's very simple. As they say, in simplicity lies true mastery. Yeah. Yeah, it's, to be, it's, it to, looks simple. You know, like a great thumbnail is simple, but it's hard to make a really good, simple thumbnail. You know, a good title is also simple, but it's hard to convey the message, you know, to, you know, exactly what it is and keep it like super simple. So don't be swayed by the idea that only because it looks simple on the outside, it is easy, right? True exactly. mastery lies in simplicity. And, you know, when you look at someone, when you walk outside and you see someone juggling or whatever, performing any sports, like it looks like it's very easy for them, right? But if you try it, you're probably going to break your neck. <laughs> so true <laughs> <With> mastery. <juggling. laughs> so true mastery lies in being able to look at it and be like, whoa, he makes it look so easy. Yeah. I agree. And it takes time. And in terms of branding, yeah, he just has simple branding, but an iconic profile picture now, because so many people seen it. So he will like, he will probably never change it because people just know that profile picture is him. Like a guy from the, I don't know, a long time ago, like uh, <laughs> from, from Rome, from the Greek time. I don't know. So yeah. but that's mostly the takeaway. I think maybe we can do some questions. Or, yeah, I think we, yeah. we answered quite a bit of questions along the way. If you guys have any questions now, please drop them um, now. If you took any notes, I've definitely taken notes uh, throughout the whole thing. So I have here, the first one is reconfirm the title. Someone said about timestamps, how many times however is used, storytelling, show, don't say. That was a big one that you mentioned, show, don't say, animation. And uh, yeah, how many cuts in the first 10 seconds? So those are kind of the, my uh, notes here. I see one question from Anon. Where do you find quality freelancers? Upwork, uh, Upwork works, but you need to have a good uh, screening template. Yes. Filter out uh, all the bullshit uh, replies, basically. Whoa, that's a strong word. Yeah, I use it. I learned <laughs> that from, uh, from Sunny V2 to use strong words. Yeah. 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 So Upwork is yeah. the best. We hire everybody from Upwork. But like Ron said, you need to learn how to hire people because you're going to get a lot of proposals. And there's like a, it's like a several step process. You know, first you go through it, you short, uh, short, no, no, what is it called? The word, um, shortlist them. Oh, sure, no, it's yeah. like you can put like up and down, like, like kind of yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, a dislike yeah. thing. Then the dislikes remove it. Then you're left with like only likes. And then you actually go message them one by one and request samples. It's, it's, it's not an easy process to, to find good talent. First off, good talent, um, is expensive. <laughs> and second of all, um, yeah. And second of all, that they're not that easy to find, you know, people in the top positions, like the top talents I was reading. Uh, the story of uh, Robert Iger, who was the CEO of Disney for like 16 years or something, you know, people, companies and people at that level, they scout p 
people and they like try to you know get them from other companies and stuff right you know they they offer super interesting like incentives for them and you know because it's all about the talent um yeah. do you offer anything for filtering bad candidates i think uh you put together a um yeah we have shared a screening template i think uh we like yeah i, I just message me i can share the document with you it's no problem uh, basically, also the thing is be very, oh no, wait, one also very simple trick that you can implement right away is at the end of a job post, have asked them to put their favorite color in the first sentence when yeah, they apply Nate, to you. Nate and if they don't, yeah. And if they don't uh, mention their favorite color in the first sentence, you just know it's bots. So you can ignore them already. Not bots, but they're just yeah, spammers. copy pasting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have oh. tried that. No one, no one mentions. And and on then you know if they can't even read a job post message, then you also just not hire them because they will also not deliver good quality. Mm. Yeah, keep trying. Keep trying. <laughs> yeah, only way. Um, a clear distinction on what our channel will be leveraging browse features more over search. I've been using keyword research and optimizing my videos for search, but most of my videos are from browse. Ah, that depends what you want. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so we talked about this before, but like search versus browse, I don't think it's the right time right now to no. um, discuss it because we've talked a lot about it before. So um, see this way, if you want to go back and, and look at previous masterminds and podcasts, that would be interesting. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I can maybe share my screen to show you my recent video that has been picking up for you guys as well um, to show you that I'm actually getting both of the traffic uh, sources. So browse and um, what's it called? Browse search and search. Yeah. So I'm going to show here, share my screen. Can you see? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so this is a video that I posted recently and that has been working really well. You guys can expect more videos from me like this, where it's going to be me trying something for seven or 30 days, whether it's, you know, starting a YouTube channel with only using AI and so forth. Why? Because you guys love this, right? And the people also on YouTube love this title. So the video got 1.8 thousand views in the first five days, 120 hours, 32 subs, and so far it made 21 and a half euro. But what's interesting is that the traffic here is split equally, literally equally between browse and search, which I found super interesting. Now kind of the browse died off a little bit, but it will most likely pick up because it's a pretty good video. The video itself is, is okay. This is what I was talking about having the results at the end. So you can see this is an above typical retention rate. And if we go here, see more, and we go to compare to other videos, you can see that the whole video here is above average retention. And then only at the end here, after minute eight, it goes below average, right? What happened so, here? Can you cut it? Um, okay. It was me basically video. blabbering about my takeaway from, the, from this challenge. People don't care about your people videos, don't like. care about my takeaway. No, they don't. So just just show and don't over explain and give your opinion about what happened. Right. Yeah. But overall, it's, it's pretty good. You see, so like because it's yeah. above average retention throughout the whole video, that's why the video got picked. You see, this is the average one, right, as usual. And this is like so much, but this is like a one out of 10. So yeah, and the RPM is 
15 euro. Very nice. Yes. So I'm going to be going with this style uh, more. So yeah, hopefully my guy, Rayhan, with whom I'm working closely now, who does my thumbnails now in the editing, he said that if I make 20 more videos like this, in this style, with this uh, um, uh, title format and everything, and thumbnail and, and storytelling, in 20 videos, I'll be at 100K. Let's see if my if my if my George uh, if my boy Georgie agrees with that as well. <laughs> Let's see. You're yeah. set it now on camera, so. Uh... Uh oh. <laughs> All right. No, but, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, not really any questions about what we discussed. Yeah. So uh, I think we can end it here. Yeah. Okay. So if there's no any more questions, we want to thank you guys so much for your time. Thank you guys so much for attending, George. Much love. <laughs> the reason I'm watching here is because my screen is here, but the camera is there. Anyway, uh, hope you guys loved it. Thank you so much for attending, for your time. I, we hope you find it valuable. If you want to recap, watch it on YouTube. And yeah, have a great rest of your yes. day. Good night or good day, everyone. <laughs> Ciao. Take care. Bye.